Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. Today, I'm your headmaster, Jameson Oxford. And we left our guys in a bit of a, like, exciting thing to my metaphysical left. Hey, it's Roy, your favorite, favorite angsty anime boy, also known as Ryan. Back again to play some D&D. To my left. Well, you can call me Bop. Bobadopolis. Dwarf of the Seven Fires. That's a new one. All right. That's what it was. It's played by Strawn as usual. That said, to my uh, metaphysical left. You know, I was going to make a comment about my actual geological location to Strana this weekend, but I'm not sure where exactly that is. I think I'm still south-southwesterly. But to Strana's south-southwesterly maybe is me, Mitch, playing the lovable old man, sort of, going through some shit, the favorite of the podcast, if I may say so. Nobody else will, but I'll say it. The old man Bruce. And to my that way direction lies. It is Randall, currently role-playing as Dylan, who is role-playing as Liam Neeson from the first Taken movie, because where's my daughter? And I swear to God, Jay, I swear to God, (laughs) to my metaphysical left. (laughs) You keep swearing to me, and I don't know what you want. He usually swears to the devil, to be fair. That's what I'm doing still. Fair. To his imaginary upside-down, is Jeff playing, of course, as always, the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. Fantastic. Also, I was really looking forward to you saying that you're the master of hell. <laughs> I have witnesses to back that up. Uh, <laughs> Do we want to retake Randall's intro? <laughs> Do you want us to step back from that one, Randall? We can give it to you. He likes to do shit, and uh, when it comes time, all of a sudden, he doesn't want to do his joke. I don't know what's up. All right. (laughs) I don't know what his problem with this one was. I'm not your dancing monkey. He found one. He finally found one. (laughs) (laughs) It is both relevant and funny. Okay. My Insta is lower than Bruce's, and yet I can still put shit together a little quicker. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping to get you because it's early. Okay, so yeah, last we left off, uh, a lot of portals were opening up in the Mages College, and even though there was a lot of talk to you, like, what are you doing here, why did you assault a teacher, a lot of weird questions, you know, you didn't have time for that. Uh, Jeff got put in a little prison somewhere in an undisclosed location, but basically the portal started opening up and they need bodies to help save students, and so you guys ran off. Dylan is looking for one student in particular. And you guys find yourself split up at the moment. Jeff Salone, Bop, and Bruce have just entered the greenhouse. And Roy and Dylan find themselves directly in front of an angry Vrock demon in the library. And we will pick up with Jeff. Okay. We're going to have to go backwards in time just a little bit. You've been sitting in this room that you just sort of appeared in, and your bubble went away that you were in, and the silence has fallen off of you. But you've been here long enough to settle in at this point. You tried some spells, and they don't work. But otherwise, it's a very well-decorated 
comfortable tea room. Well, at least this tea... I don't find this extremely uncomfortable. Does the tea make itself, or do I have to make it? It's made. Cool. I smell the tea. What kind of tea is it? It's your second favorite. What's your second favorite tea? My second favorite tea? Mint. <laughs> okay. Mint tea is my second favorite tea. How, how do you... You're going to drink tea? Yes. How? I'm going to tell you how. This is where things get fun. So... He's going to get him, pour himself a cup of tea. He's going to have his little saucer and he's going to have his cup. And, and then he's going to bring the cup up to his eye socket and pour a little tea in there. Gross. Yeah. Sloshes around and absorbs into his skull. That's a great way to do liquor, I'm sure. And get right to the brain cavity. I don't know if I ever want fan art of that. Better than the booty hole. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I don't have a booty hole, so. Otherwise you would? No, not really. But if I had a booty hole, we wouldn't have these issues in the first place, is all I'm saying. I'm glad the Torchlit Tavern keeps it classy. Okay. It's the aft hole, by the way. And that's it. You're just here. Yeah, I'm just here. That's where you are. Drinking my tea the way that I drink things, and now everybody gets to imagine that. Yeah, there doesn't appear to be any doors or windows into this room, so it is obviously some sort of cell. But you couldn't tell where it is? Like, where, meaning, like, where... In the multiverse, you are. There's no way of telling. I could be in a pocket dimension for all you, I know. I'm just exactly. like... Well, the tea is nice. Pours into his eyeball. He's pantomiming that, by the way, which makes it extra creepy. All right. Uh, Ryan and who? Randall. Dylan and Roy. Sorry, I don't know who those people are. I'll call the cops on you. I am the cops. I'm calling me on you. Locks. How dare you call yourself? Yeah. So, you guys are standing in between two bookshelves, looking up at a fucking demon that's... Is this how tall is a rock? Like eight feet when they stand straight up? You're under arrest. <laughs> you got handcuffs for that? Roll initiative, because that was how I left you guys last time. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, I'm giving you advantage on your initiative roll for that, because thank you. I don't think that thing has hands. I got my little owlbear. I'm ready. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. This advantage was pointless, because I got 18 and 19 naturally on my initiative. <laughs> nice. I got a 21. Uh, my total is... Is it higher than 21? I believe it is, actually. Then go. All right. So, by the way, my health is down from the last time we played. That's going to be great. I forgot about I'm glad that. you guys keep track of that. Yeah, same. So, dagger out, still on fire. Fuck me. Let's rock. Let's rock the rock. Because you guys are damaged, I want you guys to roll an insight check, just so you understand the issue here. I prefer to rock the dragon myself. Okay, insight? Yeah. I want a rock! Uh, 19 insight. Yeah. Both of you, us? Either one. He, he, I'll tell him, which will give you an idea. All right. This, if you guys are wounded, this is also a challenge rating six. You know that this is dangerous. You, you, you can feel that this is probably not a good call to tackle with just the two of you. Let's dance play. But boy. there is a student 
who is cowering between you and the Vrock. Cool. I got the worst idea, Roy. You want to play? I'm game. Let's do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As a DM, I wash my hands because I did warn him. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Now, Dylan, go ahead. Okay. Does this thing have wings? Absolutely. It looks like a giant vulture demon thing. Are we near a window? You have your backs to a window. I look at Roy. I look at the window. I look at Roy. I look at the demon and say, you think what I'm thinking? I'm definitely not, but I'm still here for it. You ever hear of Matadors? No. I don't think I know that one. They're people that fight Minotaurs. Oh. When they charge, they uh, sidestep. So uh, I hold out my red cloak slightly with one hand and go, Yeah! <laughs> What's the role to Matador someone? <laughs> uh, is it taunted? <laughs> I believe it would be a taunt or an intimidate. Well, Maybe a bit of persuasion, perhaps? Okay, no, 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 I got it, I got it. This never comes up. I'm gonna say it's an opposed intelligence roll. Ha! I have terrible intelligence, let's do this! I was gonna lobby for performance. I would have appreciated that. You know, the good news for you, Dylan, is that it also has a terrible intelligence, so... Yeah, stupid people, let's do this! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's fucking go. Uh, oh, so, fuck, fuck me! Uh, no. 17, 17 intelligence. That, that was your... That's oh, using a shit. plus one mod. Okay, well, he rolled a 17 with a minus one mod, so you guys tie. <laughs> so bring it, you little... B- We're both going flying out the window. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I am going to go with... Meets it beats usually goes to the player, doesn't it? That's what I was going to say. I usually reward players, so I will say that player wins in the tie. You lucky bitch. So, it's staring at the cowering person in front of it, and then you pull out your red cloak, and it sees the big red color, and apparently Vrocks are just big ol' vulture bulls, and it looks at you, and then it dives at you across the stairway, and the wings are spread as wide as they can go, and it's knocking all the books off the shelves, and you duck just in time for it to shoot out the window. Right, I didn't have to duck. Uncanny dodge. Trademark. Yep. And it goes sailing out the window, but it does have wings, so you can tell that it's gonna be back, because it does not fall. May I ray of frost it closed? Mmm, man, you you keep trying to do a lot with that little spell. High or low? Ooh. High. High? I will say that you can... High like your expectations. Do something that would inhibit it coming back in but it's still just you know it's ice you're basically just making a glass that it broke through to begin with again can i just like put bars on it then with ice yeah yeah i'm saying it won't stop it but maybe it'll hinder it around or so exactly yeah go ahead i'm just trying to buy us time you guessed right oh sick so i do that (laughs) okay this is great locks it's madness basically madness Alright, so you do that, and then it's actually, right after you guys go, the dude on the ground got a really good initiative. He gets up, and he runs the way that the rock came from, and heads out of here. Go, little boy, So you boy, saved go. another dude. Way to go. Not a little boy, he's like a full-grown man. These are not all children. Smart man. Listen, in that situation, everyone's a little boy. I'm gonna be honest with you. 
Everyone is a small child in need of saving. Inside. I'm always a little boy. You're a good boy. Off we go! I would definitely argue that Roy is the least good boy here. Probably. So you guys have bought some time. Meanwhile, Bop, Bruce, you guys find yourself in the greenhouse. Sun comes down through this entire glass building. And like I said before, you see this rift at the back end of the greenhouse near a exit to the greenhouse that goes out to the field. And through this rift, you see a green, grassy, and very heavily forested area on the other side. Otherwise, though, you can't really see anything in the greenhouse that's out of place. Well, this seems peaceful. Make perception checks. Are there any, like, trees or shrubberies nearby? Shrubbery. Shrubbery? Yeah, well, there's lots of shrubberies, no trees. We're not growing trees in here. 17. The trees are on the other side of the rift. There's trees. But not in the greenhouse. Your perception check. Bob, did you make? 10. Yes. You got a 10? Okay. Bruce, you see some feet hanging out of a thick bush back toward the rift. And they seem to be like vines are grabbing it and sucking it in. Roll initiative. Roll initiative. Roll initiative. Excellent. Alright, so what do we get for initiatives? 20. 7. Sad face. Okay. So, Bob, you don't see it. Bruce, do you call out what you see? Because it's Bob's turn. It's just, uh, it's a dude being eaten by a bush. As, as far as I can tell. Yeah. So, Bruce, this seems very, very peaceful. Bob, is that plant supposed to be eating that dude? And I point at it. Oh, no, that's that's not right. That sh- They shouldn't do that to the students. Yeah, let's not have that happen. Okay, so what does Bob do to make that not happen? I have a hammer. That's about all I got right now. Okay, it's at the other end of the greenhouse. I'm going to say it's about 40 feet away. 40 feet? Yeah. Do you guys still have Expeditions Retreat and stuff? Yeah. yeah. No, we still have all that up. Yeah. Okay. Mostly because I have to concentrate on what I have him in. Because I have him hasted. So, Bob, you can get there then, in time? I cannot get there in time, technically. But Bruce could. Okay, so you're done, more or less. You're probably going to move forward, or no? Yes, I will gesticulate at the plant and yell Bob, I'm a throw naughty you. words at it. Like, it's got the blight. To reiterate what you see, it's a greenhouse. In this greenhouse, you see lots of plants. There are shrubs and flowers and dead shrubberies all throughout. And at the other end, it looks like there's some sort of vine-eating uh, person. He's getting sucked into a... Leafy bush. Uh, Bob's turn is over, correct? Yeah, I've got nothing else. You move forward. Bruce, what do you do? In this moment, I don't think it's what Bruce does. It's what Barry does. And Barry lifts Bop. 
I forgot about Barry. How can I forget about Barry? And Barry and Bob haul ass to the other end. We figured out how to get the maximum out of haste. And because haste gives me an extra action, right? That's how that works out? Yeah, yeah. In this version? An extra standard and yeah. some armor class. So Barry lifts Bop, and then Barry takes a full move, and then Barry takes a full move, and then Barry, sorry, Bruce hurls Bop at the hungry bush. By the hands of my ancestors. A strength of 25. I gotta say, Bop is a dwarf who's very down with dwarf tossing. Sorry, dwarf catapulting. Me and Mitch figured this out earlier this week. So as you throw Bop, that's when you see the dead shrubbery next to you seems to move and reach out and attack you, Bruce. What's your armor class? Fuck that shrubbery. 18. 18? Yeah. Alright. So two bushes on either side of you swing at you, but your hard metal armor just, it bounces right the fuck off. Ah! Just thorns break off of you. That constitutes as a miss. It does. That constitutes as an opportunity for repost. Okay, I do that. And I still have a big silver rod. <laughs> okay. That you do. What ah. does that have to do with your turn, though? Because I'm going to hit it with it. I mean, you. oh, wait, he's not green right now. Isn't it a big green rod? No, it was a big silver rod. Never mind. All right. I'd like to stop talking about his rod. It's fine. I believe I, uh, I, believe I missed. I only rolled a seven to hit, so I don't think it matters. Not that big, huh? 17? Oh, no, that hits. No, no, seven. Oh, never mind. You suck. Yeah. How did you roll a seven? That's a low roll. I rolled an eight and reduced by one because my dex is crap. Why are you swinging decks with the rod? To hit? Wait, hang on. Fuck. So it's 14 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. And then, what did we say that that... Can you do less than four? Less than four damage? Yeah. Can Barry possibly do less than four damage? No. Then you crush a twig blight to death. I also do... An extra D8 of damage. Okay, you crush it to death twice. Yeah! And, Bop, you find yourself, because it's not your round, you've just been thrown at a vine blight? Yes, yeah. It appears as a mass of slithering creepers, mm. and it's trying to eat this dude, so it kind of stops eating this dude to try to eat you. What's your armor class, Bop? Uh, Bear in mind, last time you put on the silver armor off the wall. Yeah, so it's at uh, 18 right now. 18. Oh, man. Armor boy's up in here. Did you say creepers? Well, it appears as Slytherin creepers, yes. And it's Bop's turn. Yes. But as it becomes Bop's turn, you guys see that all of the, like, dead shrubbery is moving, as well as this massive creeper that you're in. Uh-huh. All right. There's... You're guessing at a glance, 10 to 15 of them. 15 of them? Wait, 15 of them? Okay. It's like, what happened to Bop? Well, he went away for a while. Well, no, they're all throughout the greenhouse. They're not all coming for Bop. Okay. The creeper is just one, the one that you're on. Fair enough. Oh, yes, here we are again. Do I have a spell? 
Uh, no, I use that one. Uh, that's right, I have a hammer. I'll hit it with the hammer. As vines are just crawling up and down you, you're just going through your spell book. <laughs> yes, basically. Man, armor makes you fucking cocky as shit, don't it? Yes, it does, especially since I just swung and a miss. In a moment of senility, Bop is counting on his fingers how many spells he's used today to try to remember how many he has left. You said it's a swing and a miss, but they have very low armor. What'd you roll? Uh, total? I, I, well, I rolled a three. Okay, then you probably missed. Okay, Twig Blights. Bruce. We're gonna say about five of them get at you. Alright, that's cool. That's a hit. That's a miss. That's a miss. It's a hit. And that's a real bad miss. So one of them rolled a one. It just splatters against your very fine breastplate. Just goes all over. You're covered in brambles. Some others attack you. Only two hit. And you take two damage and three damage. I'm dead. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's no fucking way. Damn. Uh, You know, I really never set out to have such an ignominious death for any character. (laughs) You were killed by what? I will talk about it. Bop. Bop, you have 17 armor? Yes. That's a hit. That's a hit. That's a miss. That's a hit. That's a miss. All right, so two hits for you, too. All right. That's five and two. All right. And the vine blight uses entangling plants. Grasping roots and vines sprout in a 15-foot radius centered on the blight, withering away after one minute. For the duration, that area is difficult terrain for non-plant creatures. In addition, each creature of the Blight's choice in that area when the plants appear must succeed on a DC-12 strength saving throw or become restrained. (laughs) Oh, okay. This will be interesting. I didn't know you guys were into that. Okay. Alright. But, we're going to cut back to Roy and Dylan. Look out the window. Hey, Roy, uh, uh, time to run? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We run. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, how fast can you guys run? I'm going to keep up with Roy because I won't abandon him, so I know I can run faster than him, but I'm just going to stay at his pace. Almost certainly. 25. Yeah. He's only a little slower because they did give halflings 25 feet instead of 20. But when we triple move, there's a difference. The difference grows. So yeah, I put you guys on the second floor. There were more floors if you wanted to search them, but if you're heading back downstairs, it's probably going to take you two or three rounds. We're going to have to search the fucking other floors, but we got this motherfucker coming back, we know. There are other students kind of trying to get themselves out from under books and stuff. Do you want to say anything to them? Get the fuck out of here, what are you doing? Go, go, go! Roll either a persuasion or an intimidate. 19. Persuasion. Sam. Oh wow, alright, so the two of you yell at them and they all... Gets a skedaddling, and you see them running downstairs. You still hear noises coming from floors above you. Let's go! I mean, do you have any idea where she would be? No! Does she like shit? No. Good question. She likes spells. She likes magic. She wants to learn more magic. This is a library. She could be a wizard. That means she's here. She could be a sorcerer. She could be over there. I'm I'm just a man. <laughs> just her dad. How can you expect me to know what she likes? I mean, I guess you would have the best idea, so lead the way. Go, go, go. <laughs> so you guys head upstairs. Okay. 
You guys head upstairs. We'll say you get to the next floor in uh, two rounds, which puts you back at the same time slot, I think, as Bruce and Bob here. But you guys move into this, and you hear... It doesn't sound like there's anything tearing through. Roll perception. That is... 20 total, not naturally. 16. So yeah, you guys hear, like, whispering, like, I'm becoming. Move your candy asses out of this fucking library! Uh, Roll me another persuasion or intimidate your call. I'm gonna do intimidate, and it's a 23 this time. Uh, Alright, so a bunch of people come running out. Uh, One of them is Julie. Julie! Dylan? Are you okay? I'm gonna kneel down and check her real quick. Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, come on, man. Uh, you know, there's other students here. Do you need anything? Are you okay? Um, I'm great. You have ways to protect yourself? Um, I mean, I'm small and quick. I pull out a dagger and hand it to her. I'm also armed. I know you know how to use this. Okay. Uh, fuck. I would never admit to that. As you shouldn't. You Still found... a cop, right? Still Julie? You found that on the floor, right? Fell out of my pocket. Oh, no, I've always had this. Yeah. You're right. I believe I have a license for you somewhere. So, yeah, Julie, she's like, so where, where should I go, Dylan? What's going on? We're going to get you downstairs, and with the mages, they're going to be able to protect you guys better from these things and close any portals. Okay. It is at that moment that you hear the sound of the ice on the second floor getting shattered. And I have a dance partner to go talk to. But that means that it's going to be on the floor that you guys need to get out. Roy? Yeah? Have you ever heard something called a cold Charlie? No? Is this one of your weird date things? No, but I should probably have that. Uh, Basically, I need to trust you to make sure she gets moving, because... She's spunky, to put it nicely. I'm going to go be a distraction. Okay. You guys also should move, because I should point out that those other students probably had to go through that floor, too, and there's no guaranteeing they made it by in time. I'll be the distraction. Done, let's go. Come on, Brock! Alright, so you guys go back downstairs. You still remember your initiative rolls. 23 and 22. I was ahead. Yeah, I was at 21. No, wait, sorry, 22 and 21, I think it was, because I... Julie, who claims to be all quick and shit, just rolled a nat one on her initiative. <sighs> it's okay, she should bring up the rear in this particular instance. True. So, you guys head back downstairs. The stairway wasn't necessarily by the window, but you do see there's, like, a couple of the students who are caught like deer in the headlights as this rock has crashed through. Finds itself tangled up in some shelves, because... Well, I found it has innate intelligence, so we're going to play it that way. But it's kind of trying to extricate itself and move toward them very quickly. What do you do? All right, there's my dance partner. Roy, get him downstairs and I can save my ass. I'm on it. I'm going to run at it. And I'm going to start hurting children like sheep. I love this duo. <laughs> this is the best duo <laughs> ever. How do you hurt children like sheep? And once again, not all children. <laughs> he barks at them. 
This is not Hogwarts. This is like a college. I believe he asks them to move in the direction he wants, and if they don't, he strikes them with a stick. I believe that's how that goes. Not true. I slap him on the ass with my rapier. Eh. Potato, potato. You need my truncheon? No, I got it. Okay. You run forward, Dylan, and you see this cloud coming off of this rock that is thrashing, and you see spores coming off of it. I need you to roll me a constitution save. I'm glad I have decent constitution because I was once upon a time a warlock. Oh, fuck yeah. Good dice today. Good dice. 22 total. Alright, so you shake off this weird poison spore that it does. It's your turn. I jump and stab it. Okay. 12 to hit. That is not going to do it, my friend. Well, I got its fucking attention at the very least. Roy, what do you do? I'm running with people and keeping an eye on Julie specifically. The Brock needs to eat Dylan's face and then she'll chase you. Oh, and it does. What's your armor class, Dylan? 18. Yeah, it don't matter. He rolled 19 naturally. Oof. So, yeah, its beak just sort of reaches out and the claw does not hit, but the beak does. And the beak does 2d6. Oof! <laughs> Eight damage. Alrighty. Man, Randall just gets beaked by a lot of creatures in this uh, D&D world. His weakness is beak. Julie chases after Roy, but when she crosses the thing and sees Dylan getting bit by a rock, she turns and says, Don't hurt Dylan! And she casts a spell. Oh. You don't really see it, but a blast of something hits the back of the rock. Julie casts Greater Death. Circle of Death. It does, like, one fucking damage to the Brock, because she's new to this. Yeah, still proud. Very new to this. That's more than I did. It's important to note that she got dropped off maybe a few days a week ago. I'm so fucking proud. That's more damage than Mr. Grimm did with Circle of Death. The Brock, though, looks past your shoulder at Julie. I grab its beak and say, look at me, motherfucker. It is your turn, but you're going to need to roll for something like that. I'm going to stab it in its fucking face. Actually, wait. As a bonus action, I don't take no damage from no beaks. And I second win. Oh, because you're a fighter now. You Don't you steal his line. You can steal his shtick because you have the ability, but don't you steal his line. Actually, that's not the ability. Mine is I straight up don't take the damage. But he has the Goliath thing. That's right. That's the Goliath thing. Okay, but don't steal his line. I also have second wind. Yeah. I stab this motherfucker with a flaming dagger. Okay. And I do stab this motherfucker with a flaming dagger unless he has higher than a 25 armor class. Oh, no, you totally got him that time. Alright, so, leading off... He is resistant to piercing and fire. It's a magical weapon, does that matter? So, from non-magical attacks. Still resistant to fire. Oh, it is resistant to fire. Yeah. It's just the piercing damage. We'll go ahead. Seven piercing damage, and then the fire that it'll have will be seven fire damage, which will be three, so it'll be ten points of damage total. And I'm going to stab it, burn it with this demon devil dagger, and just say, look at me, motherfucker. All right, you've done a tenth of its health. How you feeling? Let's dance! Okay. Um. Truly, get the fuck down the stairs! Roll me an intimidate to draw aggro. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude. 
22 total. Okay. It looks back at you, very upset that you stabbed it. Roy? I'm upset, too. Question, am I able to Misty Step with a person? Look it up. She's basically a backpack. I mean... Right? I mean... Look it up. Doesn't say I can't. Range self. That would be why. Uh... And a lot of them will tell you, like, you can carry a certain amount of stuff, which I might qualify as a person if you pick them up, but I don't think that one does. Well, this one teleports everything on you. Yeah, but unless it specifically says, like, a certain amount of something. if Unless it makes a note about it, I'm going to say no. We need Dimension Door is all I'm hearing. Yeah. Basically. That one's a good one. All right, well, I'm going to turn around and say, what the fuck are you doing? We need to get out of here. The faster we get out of here, the faster I can come back and help him. And I cast Unseen Servant to pick her ass up and run her along with me. Okay. That's nice. So she kind of kicks against this Unseen Servant, but it works. That's cool. And she's kind of going, no, I can help him. No, we're gone. I'll help him when I get back. Let's go. And she's fucking floating through the air. Fireman style. <laughs> All right. That'll be enough. So next round, you can get back into it if you'd like. Yep. Um, Could they make it to the stairs? But I'm going to cut back to where the real action is happening. Jeff. Jeff, how's that tea? It's delicious. I mean, it's delicious. <laughs> Yeah, who are you talking to? No one. There's like a, I would say mechanical voice, but that doesn't make sense. But it's like an automated, like, magical voice that comes on and says, We're sorry, your questioning will come soon, but currently, the headmaster is busy. Are you patronizing me? There's no response. You're a fae. Don't you kind of aspire to that? I've, uh, I wish there was something building for me to kill space there's things in the building i'm not in the building i'm talking to myself there's all sorts of things that look fragile in the room if like that would help you i mage hand and knock something over it hits the ground breaks and then immediately reforms and sets itself back on the table that was both satisfying and unsatisfying at the same time as i take a sip in my eye socket and back to the lame action Bruce and Bob and Dylan and Randall. <laughs> Bruce and Bob. Is it my turn? No, it's Bob. Yeah, as I say, I, I rolled super low. I'm pretty sure it's not me. Oh, this 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 is not good. Uh, as I start trying to tear them off. Okay, yeah, they're climbing all over your ass. When I say they're climbing all over you, they are small, so they're like Roy-sized. Okay. I was going to say, are they cantaloupe size? It'd be nice if they were cantaloupe size. No, not quite. Uh, they're small. They're, they're like the size of a child. A round child? <laughs> no. It's like a tumbleweed is attacking you. It's like a tangela. Dead tangela. It's like a tumbleweed. A zombie tangela? <laughs> yes. You're being attacked by a lot of dead tangelas. Well, I start scrambling trying to throw them off me. Okay, roll me a dex or strength. Dex is if I want to get out of their bonds. Like it's an opposed athletics, is what I'm calling it. So okay, well, or acrobatics. Total is a fourteen. Okay, that will not do it. Oh, you also need to roll a strength check because you're in the entangling. I'm good. <laughs> roll, roll the nineteen. So twenty-one. 
Okay, so you're not trapped by the entanglement, but you do still have a bunch of blights on you. Yes. You just see Bob start to tangle them back. They're almost like an octopus that just wants to stay on you, except it's a plant. As he tries to throw them over towards Bruce. How many things in my vicinity? You have five, but you are going to get another five in the next round. That's cool. And they go before I do, right? Because I suck. Yeah, all right. What's the AC on this? 13. Motherfucker. All right. Then here's five attacks for Bruce. Bruce, you have an 18, you said? Yes. Two hit again. Bruce, you take two and two. And the other five are on you because, like I said, within this round. So you do have ten on you now. I'm sweating bullets over here. I know you are. That's so much damage is being thrown your way, and they can't roll higher than a ten. That whole group sucks. There were two nat ones. (laughs) (laughs) That whole group sucks balls. Those five are obviously the B squad. They have, like, low health, right? Because I add seven to damage. Do I need to roll? They have, like, four health, bro. All right. So, it comes to Bruce's turn. I have five of them on me, and I'm not having that. Bruce starts swinging his silver cudgel, his maintenance stick wildly, and he crushes three of them in a row. I need you to imagine that tumbleweeds are rolling at you. Yeah. How would you handle that problem, and how effectively you could handle that problem? Wide swings. Yeah. I got three of them. Okay. I missed one. So three are crushed and just everywhere. So now there's only seven attacking Bruce. I didn't roll against Slop, too. Sorry. That being said, they are also dog crap. Oh, one of them got you. Okay. You take two damage, Bob. Oh, and the vine sucks. The vine sucks the big one. So now it is Bob's turn again. Why won't more of you come off? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen to throw one away. If you roll high enough, it's an opposed. I'm just going to say they all get thrown off, but <laughs> they roll real good against their strength. <laughs> they just rolled a 17, so. Oh, you know what? They have a minus two strength. If it meets, it beats. So you throw them all off. Not very far, mind you. I'm going to still give you a turn. That's your move action. So I managed to tear them off of me. Okay. And then I go, damn you all! And I cast Grease, because that's as much as I can do. They're now greasy. Does somebody have fire? (laughs) I need a tinder. And as we've established in my world, Grease is flammable. Okay. Yep. Everything's covered in Grease. It's their turn again. So you still have five on you, Bop. That's a hit. That's a miss. That's a hit. That's a miss. That's a miss. All right, so Bop takes four and five. Ooh, that's a good one. So you take nine, and then Mitch has seven on them. Seven on him. Two hits. All right, total of uh, seven damage, Mitch. Fuck, man. Bop is now covered in scratches. Absolutely. You all are. Oh, and the intent, the Vine Blight. I always forget the Vine Blight. Vine Blight sucks, though. Like, he's so shitty at what he does. 
Roll the 10. You know what? It tries to hit you, and then it just goes back to trying to eat this dude. <laughs> Gives up. Goes back to lunch. Yeah, I give up on the bot monster. It's covered in grease, and it's like, well, that's w- weird, but okay. It's got five intelligence. It doesn't know any better. Uh, Bruce's turn. Well, fuck these guys. Crushed plant. Crushed plant. Critical hit. Crushed plant. Crits don't work. <laughs> they're, they're plants. Crushed plant. Okay. I missed one. I'm going to say it's that same plant. I'm going to say every time Bruce wheels around on that one tumbleweed, there's one wily tumbleweed that Bruce just can't land a hit on. <laughs> just one particularly quick mover. Yeah, what one particularly quick bush. Or even better yet, it's just one of those, you know when you try to crush a tumbleweed, but it crushes, but it just sort of springs back. There's still a little yeah. growth in that one. And that's nine plus damage to all of them. Another three? Okay. Yeah. All right, so four left for Bruce. Bot has killed none. Do I still have a move action after that, right? Yeah. Bruce just starts to make his way to Bop. Yeah, that's not a problem. He just crushes plants and starts walking. Uh. You're next to Bop. You already moved halfway there. Bop, I would like to point out that Bop did just cover everything in Greece and you just stood next to him. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> DM is way too nice, but I guess that doesn't matter. All right, Bob. With a little bit of prestidigitation, spark. Just a little spark. Does it light? Yeah, prestidigitation. You can just you can make a fire, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do that. It lights. Let's say everything in your area takes a d6 damage. Hey! You roll it. It's your thing, you roll it. Two! Yeah! Two damage. Way to go, bud! Alright. Everything is on fire. In the greenhouse! You monster! Jesus. You know, drastic measures at uh, necessary times and all that. Roy, you were entering the fray again. I believe Dylan is still the top of the round, though. No, I am making sure that Julie is secure first. She is at the top of the stairs. I think your invisible servant can go how far away from you? It can go... 60 feet. Before it stops existing? Yeah. Then that is sadly as far as you can guarantee she'll get from you. Because you don't know that if you put her down, she won't run back. I'm going to keep going until I secure her with a teacher. Okay. Because I don't trust that she will not come back. You get down to the bottom of the stairs then on your round. But first we got to do Dylan. Yep. Bring it! (laughs) Thank you. What do you do? I'm going to bonus action to do my insight versus his deception. That's how you get your sneak attack in. Yeah, go ahead. Deception. Does it beat 25? Oh, hell no. You know what else he's real, real freaking terrible at? is charisma. Really? He seems very charismatic. Absolutely. He's gorgeous. Beautiful right. black feathers. Now I stab a hoe. You don't know if he's a hoe. Does 15 hit? He could be a paragon of rock virtue. Does 15 hit? Yeah. Yeah, meets the beats. Oh. Congratulations. You have found his armor class. <laughs> Woohoo! 19 points of damage total. 
Wow. That's even with his resistance. Nice. Okay. And that's it for me as I stab this guy again with a flaming dagger. Okay. So it's his turn. So it's time for all of it. Two attacks, one with a beak and one with its talons. Oh, oof. What's your armor class? 18. All right. Oh, only the talons hit this time. Uh, oof. But they are the worst one, sorry to say. Oh, yeah, great. 13 plus 3 is 16 slashing damage. Okay. How are you looking there, Dylan? I'm at a solid 36 currently. On a scale of 1 to your total health. <laughs> I'm at 36 right now. <laughs> you got a lot of health, my dude. Okay. Well, I was at 50, and then I used my heal. Royan. Royan, you're at the bottom of the stairs, and you see a lot of the students kind of gathering. And also, the Conjurer has arrived again, and Aegis Stratus. Aegis is... He's the dwarf who's the Abjurer. He can do shields. Oh, very good. Aegis, I need you to keep this child with you. Do not let her out of your sight. So I can go back and help Dylan, because there's a rock in the library. And you think that it would be best to use me to protect one child? I mean, preferably everyone in the room. Maybe, like, put a shield up in this hall, I guess. He makes a bubble around everybody. He's like, come with me to the front. And he doesn't agree in words, but he does do what you want. Conjurer, come with me. You are very bossy, but you're right. Let's go. Is there a portal up there? Outside the window, but also a big angry rock, so let's deal with that first. Okay, so you guys head upstairs, and Dylan, it's you first. Listen here, you little motherfucker! I see uh, bigger pieces of shit in my toilet bowl! Okay. Gross. It's actually because Bruce uses my toilet. That's impressive. Just because there's no such thing as like a flushing toilet, which means you had to really go check. It's a deep hole usually. He's got to break it up with a stick. Oh, God. Okay, I hit it with a 16 because I know it's armor classes. Yep. 15, right? Yeah, okay. That's 28 points of damage. That's real good, bud. Uh 28. That's good, bud. I just rolled a crit for the Vrock. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to roll that damage now, my dude. It's the beak, though, which, as we stated, is less. That's that's good. Bring it on. <laughs> that's 13 plus 3. That's, uh, that's only 16 damage. Okay. Ow. It's livable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you just stated that he's got about 36 health, so. I'm at a solid 20. Yep. Roy. So you make it to the top of the stairs with Nebula, the elf, head of conjuration at the school. He stops at the top of the first story, though, and looks out the window, and he starts working on closing that portal. He's going to be busy. You For saw him working on it last time. It took him a couple rounds to close a portal. Son of a bitch. And he says, go forward. I need to close this now before more things join. <sighs> All right. Uh, so I see Dylan on the rock. Yeah, get in there, because I'm going to let you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and run forward, and I will cast 
Hopefully. I'm going to cast something that takes an intelligence saving throw. That's a good choice. He's terrible at that. That's good. Let me get one of those. Okay, what are you casting? That's a nat one, my dude. Sick, I'm casting Phantasmal Force. Oh! This rock is dumber than other rocks, as far as I can tell. I'm going to use Phantasmal Force to drop what looks like kind of like an ice chandelier dropping down on it to hopefully keep it in one spot for hopefully a round or two. So that's just immobilizing it, basically? Yeah. Okay. Nice. For a round or two. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Does it get a new save every round? Yes, it does. Okay. Good call there, bud. Dylan, you... Also, each round on my turn, it deals 1d6 psychic damage. Does it start now? On my turn, so I would say yeah. Sure. Cool. Uh, does... This is all in its mind, right? Yeah. Only it can see this, so as far as it can tell, it is... I mean, it's only 10 foot, but I mean, it is somewhat caged down. Like, I would imagine it sees, like, kind of bars going around. Like, Uh its main body and, like, maybe its wings are, like, out. Okay. What was the damage on that? Four. Okay. Dylan, you see the rock just sort of pin cushion itself to the floor in a weird way like it just got struck with something that you can't see spread eagle spread rock spread vulture but it's it's pinned to the floor by an unseen force and you hear roy incant something behind you fucking love your warlock (laughs) (laughs) concentration for a minute so do something got it i mean or run uh (laughs) Nah, fuck it. Let's kill this thing. Let's kill this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Dylan, what do you do? Do I have advantage since it's pinned? Is it completely immobilized or can it just not move? Can it attack? The target can use its action to examine the phantasm with a DC save, but that it seems to be it. Okay. Perceivable only to the target. I want to know if I can attack back or if it just can't chase you. It cannot. As far as what the spell says, it can say it can. It doesn't say it can attack. Like, this thing could even do damage if he had crafted the illusion differently. Yeah, I think it can only try and perceive the illusion itself on its turn. Um, okay, it, it's it's trapped. You attack it? Yeah, so do I have advantage since it thinks it's pinned? Yeah. Cool. I'm glad I do because I just hit 15 with, that, with the advantage. So it's an intelligence save to try to get out of it? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, 24 with the dagger. Alright. It's taken 85 damage so far. The Brock gets to save. It's so dumb. This Brock is so stupid. It doubled its intelligence roll. Let's put it that way. Wow. It rolled a nat 1 to start with. Good shit. Then I'm gonna run up real close in his face. He has successfully rolled a whole one this time because he has a minus one to intelligence. I'm going to run up real close so that I've got a nice view of both of its eyes and I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on both of them. Eldritch Blast. Okay. Go ahead. That's two rolls. Isn't that going to break your concentration? Nah, it doesn't, doesn't use concentration to use Eldritch Blast. In fifth, you just have concentration as long as you don't cast a second concentration spell or get, like, hit. Oh, baby, that is two tens. Damn. Boy. 
Well, what does it look like when you reduce this rock to negative one hit points? Oh. oh, well, you know, since it's going into both of those eyes there, I'm going to just go ahead and say that it's fucking head pops open. You know, I've been waiting for like moments like this and then it's time. Your Eldritch Blast. Can you describe your Eldritch Blast again? It's been a while. Yeah, it is a beam of crackling, let's say, almost icy blue energy through both hands since I'm casting two of them. And it's flying straight toward those eyes. And as you do it, the head explodes, and then the rock just sort of turns to dust and disintegrates, but then the beam sort of retracts, and all the dust goes with it into you, and you can just hear a veal in your head going, Ah, oh, yes. Did I just absorb a Dragon Soul Skyrim style? More or less. Avil says, what's Skyrim? As you realize that she seems to have absorbed the essence of that rock, the Conjurer comes up just in time to be like, what's going on? And right behind him, help has finally arrived in the form of Daedalus. And Daedalus is like, so what I miss? And thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. Alright, have a good night everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, aka Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jell-O-Man Skeleton himself, 
If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.